Praise the Lord. Yes, Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Blessed Sunday morning to you. Um, March 21st, uh, 2021. We continue to move forward uh, in God. Um, praying um, the best for you. Amen. Just praying that we continue to walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. There's a lot of things going on, but um, praise God that the season has changed. Amen. Uh, let you know that God is still on the throne. Uh, God is still in control. God says as long as the earth remains that, you know, that summer and winter and cold and heat would never cease. Right. In other words, the world is going to continue to move forward and and things are going to continue to move forward. And that's what God is doing. So even in the midst of all this stuff that we've been going through, it's been over a year now of being in this pandemic, but God is still on the throne. Amen. Amen. And he's moving forward and he's moving us forward and we want to continue to walk with him. And so we come today, amen, to continue to uh, encourage, amen, glory to God, to encourage the people of God to walk with him. Amen. We need that, that mutual encouragement. You encouraging me, me encouraging you, we encouraging others uh, to continue holding on to God, walking with God by faith, believing that the best is yet to come. And that's where we find ourselves on this morning. And so we praise God on this Sunday morning um, in March, uh, first Sunday of spring. Glory to God. Amen. Um, today, I'm uh, going to go to two places. We're going to start, we're going to go to two places. The first familiar place uh, is a very familiar place. It's John 3.16. So we're going to go to John 3.16. And then second, we're going to go to Romans 8 and 32. So um, John 3.16, and then we'll go over to Romans 8 and 32. And we'll read those two scriptures together. And then we'll just avail ourselves of the Lord. Amen. But let's look at John 3.16. Some of you don't even have to look at this. Amen. Um, but we're going to look at it together anyhow. And it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. That's John 3 and 16. Now let's go over to Romans 8 and 32. And Romans 8, 32 says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Amen. Amen. So we just read John three sixteen Romans 8 and 32. To. Let's pray today. Father, we bless your name. Yes, and we thank you, God, for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. And Father God, we thank you for allowing us to see another day yes. in the land of the living. Yes. Father, if we're here, we know for a truth that you are not done with us yet. And so, Father, we pray that your will will be done in the name of yes, Jesus Christ. Father. We come here, God, to hear your voice, to hear your word, to receive instructions from the throne room of grace. And Father, we just thank you right now, God, that you are mindful of us. You know exactly where we are. And God, yes, we believe Lord. that you're going to speak a word of life 
into our situations. And so, Father God, we are ready to hear your voice. Speak, speak, Lord, thy servants hear it. Yes. And Father, upon hearing, make us doers of the word. And Father, we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray blessings exceedingly abundantly upon everyone under the sound of my voice. And Father God, I pray that your gracious hand will remain strong upon me, yes, that I may Father, do your will. You, and Father God, through it all, may you be lifted up, magnified, and glorified in the eyes of the people. We give you the praise now, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, so again, we read John 3, 16, Romans 8, 32. Romans 8, 32. And our title today is, For Now I Know. For Now I Know. I know. Um, let's start with John three sixteen. That's 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 the first scripture that the Lord led us to on this morning. John three sixteen, um, one of the most quoted scriptures in the Bible. Um, people quote it. Um, uh, there's bumper stickers made um, from this scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Um, Sometimes you can watch ball games and you'll see a fan in the stands holding up a sign that says John 316. Mm-hmm. I never quite understood what that had to do with the game, but they would have that sign in the stand, John 316. But you understand why, we all understand why this is such a favorite scripture of those who truly believe in the Word of God, right? Because it captures everything for us, right? It tells us that, that God so loved the world. Yes. Amen. And even though it's written in past tense, it's only written in past tense because of what he then did in response to that love. But understand that God's love continues even right now. God's love is an everlasting love. Yes. So it's not that he loved the world and then stopped. That love continues. The love of God continues. The love that God has for you, glory to God, the love that God has for you continues. Um, you know, 1 Corinthians 13 says, love never fails. Yes. Uh, it never fails. Know what that means? It means it never comes short. It never runs out, right? It's always there. God's love is always there. It never runs out, never falls short. God's love never fails. And it says, God so loved the world. And one of the things for us as born-again believers that's so vitally important is to know, and every one of us has to know this for ourselves, that God loves me. Everybody has to be able to say that as a child of God. God loves me. And see, if that's the kind of thing, glory to God, that the writer of Hebrews says, you know, can... You know, the writer of Hebrews talks about certain things being an anchor for our soul. And one of the anchors for our soul is the, the, the truth and knowing the truth that God loves you. Yes. That can provide an anchor to your soul when, you're, when life tries to take you up and down, when, when things come your way, when the storms of life come. One of the things that will keep you flat-footed and focused on, on, on the things of God is to, is to hold on to that truth that God loves me. Amen. Yes. Yes. And, 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 and God loves you so much that he gave his son. And it says here that God so loved the world that he gave. And, and we talk about that 
so many times, right? That love is not something that is uh, uh, articulated. It's not something that you just say. Love is not an emotion. Yes. Love is, is, is an action, yes. right? Love is an action that flows from a decision, right? And, 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 and God, listen, God didn't need, and how many of you know, God didn't need and doesn't need any of us, right? Mm -hmm. But he created man so that he could shower his love upon us. That was yeah. a decision that he made. And, and, but he knew that even when he created man and even when before sin entered the world, he knew man was going to fall. And God, even before then, you know, put into place a plan for his son to be the savior of the world. Yes. Right? Amen. But God so loved this world that he, he gave. Okay. And, and, and again, when we talk about the anchors to the soul, glory to God. When we talk about the anchors to the soul, not only does God love us, then knowing that, then you also know that out of that love flows a giving heart, right? A God gives. Yes. And, and, and that's so important for us because there are times when we hit rough patches in the road. And when we do, the whispers of the enemy try to tell us somehow that God wants to keep things from us or God doesn't want to do for us or he doesn't want certain things to happen in our lives. Somehow that God is like, holding things back. God's a yes. giver. Amen. Amen. God so loves you that he's that 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 he's willing to give to you everything. How do we know? As the writer as Paul says in in in, in Romans chapter 8, he freely gave us of his son. Yes. So how will he not? He didn't spare his son. He he gave him. And how will he not with him also freely give us what? All things. Yes. And so God is a giver. And so if someone right now on this morning is struggling a little bit, you know, maybe life is, 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 you know, beating you up a little bit. That happens, right? You could be going through some things. The storms of life are coming. Doubt might be trying to creep in. Anxiety because of what's going on in the world trying to creep in. All kinds of things going on. Let the love of God be an anchor for your soul, right? Yes. And, 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 and not only that he loves you, but that in that love comes, from that love comes a demonstration of a supremely generous heart. Yes. Amen. Amen. Because all he wants to do is give unto you Amen. and give unto you his best. And so God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, right? This is not about you know, your, your status or, 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 or your popularity and things of that sort. Um, I have to pause here for a second because God is taking me through a, um, a reconsideration <laughs> of, um, of social media and not like for everybody. This is just for me. Amen. Um, and this is right because I think that, you know, uh, one of the things that 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 um, I I have perceived about social media is it's a place where people go to receive affirmations, mm -hmm. and that is such a danger <laughs> because as we always talk about, people are fickle. 
Yes. And so if, to the extent that you go there to get affirmation and mm -hmm. to feel worthy and to feel liked and to feel loved and to feel supported, it is it is such a dangerous road to travel. Mm -hmm. And so if it's going to be used, and this is not some condemnation of social, but if it's going to be used, use it, but don't use it for that. Amen. Amen. Understand that God affirmed you. When Amen. God saved you, when Jesus went to the cross for you, he affirmed you as worthy. Amen. Amen. He affirmed He affirmed your value, right? Um, and so I say that because, you know, God so loved the world that, that he that that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever doesn't matter how many likes you have doesn't matter how many followers you have doesn't matter how much money you have doesn't matter any of those things whosoever from the greatest to the smallest right that whosoever comes to to him through Jesus Christ receives the gift of salvation yes. right mm -hmm. and see this is where this is where the beauty of God comes in right because you don't have to work to be accepted by God. Amen. The scriptures say that we are accepted in the beloved. When you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, that's God's, that's his beloved son. So now you are accepted in the beloved. You are accepted in Jesus Christ. And if God accepts you, that's what Paul meant when he said that God be for us. Who can be against us? If God accepts you, then it really doesn't matter that when you try to do something, people uh, affirm you or, 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 or lift you up. Now, those things are good. Don't get me wrong. But they're not, they, they shouldn't crush you if you don't get it because someone even greater has already spoken yeah. his approval yeah. over you. And if you stay in that, then you'll always be lifted up, even if other people are trying to put you down. Yeah. So it's about the love of God, and it's the power of this love, and, and how it's such a, uh, uh, how you say, it's, an, it's, a, it's a, a love that just surrounds you, yeah. and you're covered on all sides. And so it says, and whosoever believed in, 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 in him uh, should not perish, but have everlasting life. I just wanted to pause there for a little bit and talk about this scripture, because it's just so awesome. And if we would... You know, and it's so familiar, though. And I, th I believe that because of the familiarity of it, we it, it loses some of the power it has for us. Yeah. But we need to remind ourselves of this. And again, these are the types of things that could anchor you as you go through the trials of life. But here's the thing. The depth of God's love. And his sacrifice for us as embodied here in John 3.16. It gets lost, one, because it's familiar. Um, and sometimes it gets lost and not appreciated fully because whatever God does, whatever Jesus does, oftentimes is lessened by his greatness. Mm -hmm. Right? God is great, right? The scriptures declare it. God is great and greatly to be praised, right? Mm -hmm. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, his name is to be praised. The psalmist even said that not only is he great, but we praise him according to his excellent greatness. Yes, yes. So not only is he great, but his greatness is excellent. Yeah. And so God is great. And because God is great, his, 
his actions, because our Father is great, because Jesus is great, that because God is great, his actions are not fully appreciated because subconsciously we think that whatever God was able to do, he was able to do it because he's God. <laughs> And so it, it takes on a, well, of course he can do that. Mm. He's God. Mm. And so we kind of lose the appreciation for the act because we just look at the great person who's mm. done it and we go, well, of course. To, to, to try to bring this into context only, I say this from a human perspective, right? When Paul says sometimes, I talk as a man. Let me talk as a man for a second. It's, it's sort of like with athletics. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Tiger Woods in his heyday, anybody who's such a great athlete, mm -hmm. great performer, you see them do certain things and you take it for granted. Right. Because, of course, that's Michael Jordan's going to hit the shot. He's Michael Jordan. And so the fact that he hits the shot is like, okay, so what? Right? But until you try to hit the shot or somebody else tries to hit the shot, you really can't understand what it meant to hit yeah, that shot. That's right. See, because they, they were able to hit it and they do it so routinely because they're great. But see, when people show you they're great or they're good, they often can be taken for granted. That is why, glory to God in heaven, that is why sometimes children take their good parents for granted, right? Because, of course, mom and dad's going to do this. But you got a good mom and dad. Right? But 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 because they do things out of that goodness of their heart, that could be taken for granted. Like, you know, you're entitled to it. Amen. We need to learn to appreciate the act for what it is and not diminished, not diminish the magnitude or the quality of the act because the person who did it is good or great. And see, with God, He's so great that we often diminish. The acts. Mm. But God gives us the opportunity here when we look at John 3 and 16 that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God allows us the opportunity in his grace to fully appreciate the depth of his love and the magnitude uh, of his willingness to sacrifice everything for us through the story of Abraham. And I want to turn here for a second because I believe that this will help three, John 3.16 reignite in our, in our hearts the way it should. Mm. Um, and let's, turn, let's, let's do this real quickly. Let's, let's go to Genesis chapter 22. Because there are times, it's sort of like when Jesus taught through parables. Jesus would use the ordinary things of life to teach greater spiritual principles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he would, he would talk about farmers and he would talk about mountains and things of that sort. You know, he would tell, you know, he talked about seed and, 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 and all kinds of things. He talks about pearls of great price and lost coins and all this other kind of stuff, right? Because he was trying to teach greater spiritual principles. And I think that we can take something from the story of Abraham in Genesis 22 to better appreciate what God has done for us. So let's look at this. Genesis 22, let's look at verse 1. It says, And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt, that's better read, test mm -hmm. Abraham. Because God tempts no man. Amen. That God did test Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. 
And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. So let's stop for a second on that and just appreciate the, the, the magnitude of this test of Abraham. Amen. There's a reason why Abraham is the father of the faith. Not simply because he left his, his father and his father's house and his kindred and came to a land that I will show thee. It continued. Amen. And we need to understand that, that faith is now. Yeah. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is now. Now faith yeah. is. And so the fact that you and I might have been faithful yesterday mm -hmm. doesn't mean that today we can like rest on that. We got to be faithful now. Amen. Okay. You, you were faithful back then when you did a certain thing. That's great. But how many of you know God's looking for you to be faithful now? Amen. Yeah. So Abraham left his home uh, at, at a time. But now that he has Isaac, God comes again is looking for faith when? Now. Wow. Please understand that God is looking for you to believe him now. Right? You're going through something and then believe him now. And maybe you can look back on times when you, you, you did believe God and you did act in faith on him. And maybe that can form a, 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 a source of encouragement for you to get to a place where right now you need to believe God. Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's not, it, we can't rest on yesterday's faith. We have to have faith when? We have to yeah. have faith now. And so he calls him and he says, look at this. Take your son, the way he even says it, take now thy son, because faith is now, take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom you love, and go sacrifice him on a mountain that I will tell you of. What a test. Verse 3, and Abraham rose up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went unto the place of which God told him. Mm -hmm. So God says this to Abraham, mm -hmm. and Abraham gets up early in the morning, and I believe the reason why the scripture is telling us that is because upon hearing this commandment of God, Abraham wasted no time yes. to obey. Yes. And see, that's something that we need to understand. Again, Abraham, the father of the faith, he, he shows us something. He gives us the example that, that, that obedience, the best obedience is immediate obedience. Amen. Because sometimes delayed obedience becomes disobedience because it's too late now to do the thing. Right. And so here it is that, that God told Abraham to do something and Abraham immediately got to the task. Somebody right now is being convicted in your heart because you know that God has told you to do something and you've been pondering it, you've been procrastinating over it, you've been talking about you're going to get to it, you've been talking to other people about it. But here's the thing, you need to do that thing. Amen. Amen. You need to get to doing the thing. Once you know that God has spoken unto you, get to it. Amen. Amen. Move in the direction that God told you to move. Do the thing that God told you to do. Don't delay on your doing. Immediate obedience. Follow the example of Abraham. Get to doing what it is that God Amen. has told you to do. Because whatever he told you to do, it's for your good. Yes. And so Abraham got up early the next morning. He didn't waste time. He didn't get up in the afternoon. He didn't ponder it. He got up the next morning and began walking in the revealed will of God. As tough as it was. Amen. As tough as it was. Yes. Maybe the thing God told you is something that's tough. But as tough as it is, 
Walk in the thing. Amen. Walk in the thing. Why? We'll see in a second. So let's keep going. It says in verse 4, Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. This is amazing to me because not only did Abraham immediately obey, but following his immediate obedience as he's take, taking the steps to do what God has called him to do, he had ample, glory to God, opportunity to back out. Yes. Because it took three days to get to the place that God called him to be. God told him to go to Moriah. Moriah was about 50 miles away. No cars, right? No trains, no planes, no automobiles, right? None of that stuff. He had to walk. So it was a three-day journey. So he had three days to ponder this incredible thing that God is asking him yeah. to do. He had three days to talk himself out of it. He had three days to say, God really doesn't want me to do this. He had three days to turn around and say, I'm not doing this. But it shows the level of his commitment. How many of you know commitment is shown over time? Yes. Amen. Commitment is shown over time. Yeah, you can get married, but can you stay married? Yes. See, because, see, commitment shows itself over time. Yeah, you love that job when you first got there, but are you still committed to it? Are you still committed to getting your education? Yeah, you signed up for the class, yes. but have you stopped going? Commitment shows itself over time. Amen. When people are committed to a thing, they're in it for a time. Amen. Because it's demonstrated because when you have plenty of time to back out, when you have plenty of time to talk yourself out of it, when you have plenty of time to go on second thought, I'm not going to do this. See, when you bypass all those things that try to get you off your thing, the yes. thing that you committed yourself to, then you know you're committed. See, you know, and you think about your walk with God. You've had plenty of times over the years to say, you know what? I've had enough of this. I've had enough. I just have had enough. This is too, this, this has been hard. This has been, I've had enough. But you're still here. That's a testament to your commitment to the Lord. Amen. And please understand, God knows, amen. He knows what you've been through. He knows the valleys that you've been in because amen. he's been there too, right? Though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I should fail no evil. Why? For thou art with me. See, God's been with you through the valley of the shadow of death. He knows how scary yeah. it was down there. He yeah. knows how, how hard it was for you down there. But you still walking with me? Because that's a, that's a committed daughter right there. There. That's a committed son right there because it shows itself over time when you have the opportunity to back out, to Jesus. run away, to turn around, but you still keep going. That's a sign of commitment and God will, will honor that commitment. Amen. And so he had three days, Abraham did, to, to, to turn around, but he didn't. He saw the place afar off. And let's keep going. Verse 5. And Abraham says to his young man, abide here with the donkey. And I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. I just want to say this here. Abraham's, Abraham's faith is amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Because he, 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 glory to God. See, faith speaks. Amen. Yes. Faith speaks. Isn't that what the writer of, of uh, isn't that what Paul says in Romans? That, that, that faith speaks on this wise. Yes. Right? Faith speaks, man. Faith yeah. speaks. And so, so here he is, a, a man of faith. And, uh, uh, and, and he, says, he says to his young men, stay here, right? Me and my son, we're going to go over there. We're going to worship. And we're going to come again to you. 
He's saying that even though he knows the commandment of God is that he sacrificed his son. Mm -hmm. He's not being tricky. He's not trying to be deceitful to with, with his with the men who came with him. He's speaking words of faith. Yes. He's calling things that be not as though they were. He he is showing a confidence in in God. Mm -hmm. And he says, he says, we are going to come back. Listen, in the midst of your situation and circumstance, don't neglect to speak words of faith. Even though it looks a certain way, mm -hmm. even though it appears that it's going in a certain direction, you continue to speak words of faith, amen? You continue to believe on the promises of God that are consistent with the character of God. Why do I say that? Because one of the things, glory to God, that, that, that uh, we, we, we understand about Abraham in this situation actually comes from the writer of Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 11 where he tells us, the writer of Hebrews tells us that Abraham was willing, was going to sacrifice his son because he figured that God was able to yes. raise him up again and give him back to him. See, this is how he was operating. He was like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And why would he believe that? Well, because, glory to God, in Genesis chapter 21, verse 12, God said to, 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 to uh, Abraham, when, when, this is right before Hagar and Ishmael was cast out. God said to Abraham in Genesis 21 and 12, Let it not be grievous in thy sight to cast them out because of the lad and because of thy bondwoman. In all that Sarah has said unto thee, hearken unto her voice. For in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Mm. See, see, sometimes you got to remember what God said to yes. you. That even though the situation right now seems contrary, you got to remember what God says to you. This I recall to my mind. You got to recall some stuff to your mind. So now you're going through a tight spot. But what did God say to you? Did God say he was going to bring you to a certain place? Did God tell you that you were going to get married? Did God tell you that you were going to start a business? Did God tell you that he was going to grow your ministry? Did God tell you something that now seems contrary to what he told you? See, he told Isaac here, go sacrifice your son. Yes. That seems contrary to what he told. But here's the thing. But wait a minute. Sacrifice my son. But God, you told me. In Isaac, my seed shall be called. Amen. It, that's where my seed is going to come from. It's going to come from Isaac. But now you're telling me to sacrifice him. You must be up to something. You're going to give me back my son. Because how else can, can he produce seed if he's not here? See, Abram is recalling what God has told him. Somebody needs to recall what God has told you. Yes, the situation seems hard. Yes, it seems like things are going yeah. sideways. But what has God said to you? You got to hold on to that. And so, and look at what's going on now, not through the prism of, of, of this temporal world that we live in, but look at it through the eternal word that God has spoken unto you before. You got to hold on to some stuff. 
But what did he tell you before about where you're going right now? It may seem temporary, it may seem like you're in a dry place, but if God told you I'm bringing you into a land of milk and honey, yeah. then it don't matter how dry this place is, milk and honey is your destiny. And so you have to hold on to that. Amen. If God tells you that I'm going to overflow your cup, doesn't matter if your cup is empty right now, that's not your destiny. God is not a man that he should lie. If he said it, he'd do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to past. And so you just have to hold on to it. Yeah, my cup is dry. Yeah, my land is dry. My cup is empty. But God told me milk and honey going to be flowing in my life and that my cup's going to be running over. I'm going through this period in faith. Amen. Amen. And so Abram is believing God. He's not trying to trick himself. He's holding on to a promise that God made to him. And even though it seems like right now it's contrary to that, he's holding on to that truth. And so Abram Abraham, I keep calling him Abraham. Abraham, he tells the friend, he tells the, 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 the uh, two that came with him, the two servants from his house, we're coming back to you again. Mm-hmm. Verse 6, and Abraham, Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and the knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, my father, and he said, here am I, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Yeah. What a conversation to have. Yeah. Here you are, the father, and you know that your God has told you to sacrifice your only son. Yeah. The son Jesus. whom you love. The son that you waited for so long to have. You were 75 years old when God called you out of the country. And you were 100 years old when you finally had the son. 25 years you waited for this promised child. 25 years you waited for this promised child. And God now telling you to sacrifice it. 25 years, amen, you, you, you poured your life into something, believing on God. Now God says, get rid of it. 25 years. 25 years. How many, how many things have you poured yourself into for 10, 15, 20 years and now you're hearing God telling you, hey, I need to move you in another direction and you just, you know, you, you, and you look at the thing and you look at the person, you look at the situation, you go, how can I let this go? I poured so much into this. Yes. And, but, but here, how much even the more? Because this is his son and his son is looking at, up at him with eyes of innocence. Where's the, where's, where's the lamb for the burnt offering, Dad? And you know what you're called to do. I can only, I can't even fully imagine what was going through Abraham's mind and his heart as he's having this conversation with his son. Jesus, Jesus. But here's the thing. Jesus said, listen, if you love son, daughter, father, or mother more than me, you're not worthy of me. Yeah. Isn't that what he said? Right? Isn't that what he said? And that's a tough saying for a whole lot of people, but it's, it's just one of those things that it's about a level of commitment mm-hmm. to the will of God. And Abraham had this commitment. So he's having this, 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 this heart-wrenching conversation with his son. And his son says to him, where is the lamb? And Abraham responds with one of the things that just has to just has to light your heart on fire, make your heart burn. He says, my son, God will provide himself 
a lamb for a burnt offering. So they both, so they went both of them together. There's so much we can just talk about this right here. God will provide. Let's just talk about that. He said, my son, God will provide. Mm -hmm. Amen. Listen, I don't know what you're going through or what you will go through. I don't know what I will go through, right? We all don't know. But one thing we can know, God will provide. Wherever we're going to find ourselves, God will provide. No matter what the situation, how bad it turns, it's up, it's down, it's sideways, this way, that way, God will provide. Amen? Yes. And that's one of those things that we have to tell ourselves. Again, the words of faith. Abraham, Abraham is speaking words of faith here. Amen? Yes. We're going to come back to you again. God will provide. But here's the other thing I just love about this. He said, God will provide himself. <laughs> Right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just like stopping in the middle of the sentence and saying, God will provide. Then he says, What? God will provide himself. How many of you know? Amen. Some of us think you need money, but all you need is God to provide himself. Amen. <laughs> you don't need money. You need God to provide himself. Right? You need God to show up on the scene in your life. Sometimes yes. you just need the intervention of God. Oh, I need to pay the landlord $2,000 by the end of the week. God will provide himself. Maybe God will work on that landlord's heart and, and give you some forbearance. Amen. Maybe God will move in a certain way. Sometimes we don't need the tangible. We just need God to provide himself. Amen. God will provide himself. And then he goes, God will provide himself a lamb. We're going to move because time's going to run out. Like, we could stay right there on that one. But let, let's keep going. God will provide himself a lamb. And that speaks on so many different levels. But they, they go and they walk on together. Verse 9. And they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. And bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. We stop here simply to say the willingness of the son, the mm -hmm. willingness of Isaac. No fighting, wow. no fighting, no questioning, <laughs> no let me out of here, no dad, what are you doing? Jesus. The willingness of the son, the willingness of Isaac Jesus. to be bound mm -hmm. and to be placed upon the altar. Amen. Verse 10, and Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, the angel from heaven, lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son thy only son from me. Jesus. So Abraham did something that's so important here that he understands that God is a speaking God mm -hmm. and, that, and, 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 and that faith is now and our obedience has to be now and, and, and it's a fluid situation. It's a relationship. It's, it's, it's fluid. It's not static. It's always going, always yes. moving. God is always speaking, right? And God told him, go sacrifice thy son. I'm sacrificing my son. 
Three days, I'm sacrificing my son. Where's the lamb, huh? I'm sacrificing my son. Ties him up, puts him on the wood. I'm sacrificing my son. God told me to do this. I'm sacrificing my son. And God said, stop. And he stopped. Jesus. He didn't go get thee behind me saying, I know what God told me and all the rest of that. He understands that I got to listen to now, faith. I got to listen to God now in the moment. And see, some of us got to understand that just because God told you something, you got to keep listening to God. You got to keep listening because, listen, the, Solomon says, and Ecclesiastes that we really don't know what God is up to. Amen. God reveals a little bit, but we don't know the whole picture. And so God has, we have to be open to constantly hear from God. Amen. You got to constantly hear from God. God puts you in a certain direction. You go in that direction. But if God in his sovereignty says, now turn to the left or turn Jesus. to the right, you yes. don't fight with God and say, but you told me to go straight. Yes. You have to listen now. And so here he has his arm ready to, to plunge and he's ready to go through. I mean, he, after all, three days of building himself up to yes. do this and I'm committed yes. to do this thing. I'm about, and, and don't do it. And he stopped. Why? Because it's the voice of God that he listens to. It's the voice of God that he's going to obey. Jesus. And so he, he, he stops. And God says, the angel of the Lord says, don't harm the lad. Mm. Don't do anything to him. Don't lay your hand upon him. Neither do anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God. Seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. Jesus. And Abraham lifts up his eyes and he looked and behold, what? A ram in the bush. Amen. He, he saw a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. We often talk about God providing a ram in the bush. But how many of you know God is a God who provides a ram in the bush. Amen. Amen. He, he will provide what you need. Amen. And so he, he goes and he sacrifices the ram that was caught in the bush. And it says, And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh. As it is said to this day, In the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Mm -hmm. Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. Amen. Because God is a provider. And then it just goes on and says, And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time. And he said, He says, uh, By myself I have sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of thy enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Why? Because yeah. thou hast right. obeyed my voice. Amen. Amen. God says, you obeyed me. I gave you something tough to do. And you obeyed me. Mm. Amen. I spoke again a second time from heaven. And you obeyed me. Amen. And because of that, the I'm going to bless you exceedingly. <clears throat> yes. Amen. And so we see this. So now, let's, let's back up now. So through this, through Abraham's human experience, through his human experience, see, we can relate to Abraham because he's a human. He has a son. 
And so we can, we, we, we can look through the lens of this human experience of Abraham and say, I don't know if I could have done that. Mm -hmm. Right? See, we, see, now we can kind of relate because as parents, we can look and go, you're asking me to sacrifice one of my children? And this was his only son through, through Sarah, right, at the time. And he says, so now we can appreciate and better understand something. Through this human experience, we can better understand God's sacrifice in giving His only begotten Son so that we can live. See, it doesn't get lost now in, oh, that's God, because He's great, and God can do anything. It's sort of like when people are strong, you know, we expect them to do anything. You know what I mean? And so we, we, we discount the fact that they're going through some stuff without complaining because we just got accustomed to them being strong. I well. Yeah. Right? But see, with God, we, we can't dismiss it because now we look at Abraham and we say, how could Abraham have done this? But isn't that what God has done? Yeah. And we should have the same appreciation and even the more for what God did in giving his only begotten son as we have for Abraham who almost gave his son. But he didn't. And so if we look through the lens of this human experience, we, can, we should be able to better understand and appreciate John 3.16. That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We don't go over that scripture and gloss over it. He gave his only begotten son. No, he gave his only begotten son. Yeah. The same way we look at Abraham being asked to give Isaac. And we don't know if he was asked to give Isaac. We know the magnitude of that. We know how much of a challenge that was. Because we can see ourselves in Abraham's shoes. But see, we can't see ourselves in God's shoes. So we, we don't even try to relate. But God gave us this story so that we can understand. If you understand this story, Jesus. then you should understand even the more what I did in giving my son. For the sins of the whole world. Jesus. And see, that's the point. So, so we, we see this. We should be able to see the, the, the willingness of the Father to pay the price for the sins of the whole world by giving his only yes. son. When we look at Isaac, who willingly got on that altar and was going to be sacrificed through Isaac's willingness, we should be in we should be in a position to better appreciate and understand the the willingness of Jesus yeah. to go to the cross. Yeah. No argument, no debating, yeah. no fighting, exactly. no fussing. We should be, be able to better understand Philippians 2 and 8 that says that and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. He just humbled himself in obedience and willingly went to that cross, having done nothing. And with no argument, no fussing, no yes, fighting, Jesus. no, this is not fair, this is wrong, why do I have to do this? He went there because the Father wanted him to go there to pay the price for us. Amen. Jesus. But I want to come back to one thing as we get ready to get on our body here. When Abraham answered this call and, 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 and took this test from God mm -hmm. and traveled 50 miles, three-day journey, believing in faith, 
God must gonna give me my son back. Mm -hmm. Tell the men to stay here. We gonna go worship, but we be back. So you just hang right here a minute. <laughs> mm -hmm. When he and Isaac are walking, and here's the wood, here's the fire, but where's the land? God will provide Himself a lamb. Mm -hmm. And he keeps going in faith. And then he 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 ties his son up on the altar, and he raises up the knife, and then God tells him to stop. I want you to 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 hear what God said again. He 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 raised it up and he told him, Don't harm the lad. Yes. Verse 12. Lay not your hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know yes. that you fear me. Now I know. That you reverence me. God says, for now I know. Because you were willing to do this. See, sometimes you don't know stuff until some until someone shows you. And you can yes. go, now I know. For now I know that you reverence me. For now I know that you love me more than anything. Because you were willing to give up your son. And from this then, we can understand. And we can look at John 3.16 and we can point our eyes and lift our eyes to heaven and say unto the Father, For now I know you gave your son for me. Jesus. You gave your son for me. He shed his blood so that my sins can be forgiven. He willingly died so that I can have life through him, yeah. he got up from the grave so that because he lived, I can live also. And so now we look at John 3, 16, we go, you know what? For now I know that the Father loves me. Glory to God. Amen. Why? Because he gave his son. He didn't almost give. God said to Abraham, I know you reverence me because you almost gave. Because you were willing to do it. But God went through it all. Amen. He didn't just almost give his son he gave his son and so now we can say for now I know Jesus. that you love me because yes. you held nothing back and, right? and, and now we can say for now I know that Jesus loved me because he willingly went to that cross no fighting and fussing or anything like that he willingly gave his life for me so for now I know the father loves me for now I know that Jesus loves me for now I know that God will always provide for me because God didn't hold back anything from me. For now I know he's going to supply my every need. Why? Because he is Jehovah Jireh. For now I know that if I continue yes. to walk in obedience to God, he blesses. Because God blessed Abraham because of his obedience. And God is not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of conduct. And if you conduct yourself according to the way he's called you to live, yes. that the just yes. shall live by Faith, yeah. That you listen to his voice. For now I know that this is not in vain. I'm going to trust you, Lord. I'm going to see this to the end. And the blessing of the Lord is going to come upon me, make me rich, and he won't add any sorrow with it. Amen. For, for, for now I know that, that God is not holding anything back from me. Hmm. Why? Because as Paul says in Romans 8.32, He who spared not his own son, how will he not with him also freely give us what? All things. 
He's going to give you everything you need to, to, to go on this Christian journey with him. He's going to give you everything you need to walk by faith and not by sight. He's going to give you everything you need to stand against the wiles of the, of the enemy. He's going to give you everything you need to resist the devil and make him flee. He's going to give you everything you need yes. to live the life he's called you to live. And you know what? Because he was willing, because he was willing and he gave his son, because Jesus was willing and he went to the cross, you can say, for now I know. Yes. Now I know. Listen, this is just some stuff that's settled in my heart. God loves me. I know that. For now I know. Jesus loves me. God will provide for me. God will have a ram in the bush. God will keep his promises. God is for me. I know this. Nothing can shake me from this. No matter what I'm going through right now, I know some stuff. And the reason why I know this is because the demonstration of God's love in giving up his son for me. If God can look at Abraham and see something that he almost did and conclude, for now I know. I know where your heart is. How much the more can we look at what God did through his son Jesus Christ? Not almost did, did. How much the more can we look at that and go, for now I know. Yes. Amen. Amen. I know. And go through this life with a confidence in the unfailing love of our God. Amen. Amen. And let that confidence bolster you to go forward today and into your tomorrows if God so bless you with 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 with, with a boldness. Yes, Jesus. Right? That befits the righteous. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Go through it with a boldness. Not a cockiness, not, not an arrogance, but a boldness that comes from knowing God's not holding anything back from me. Whatever I need to deal with whatever is going on in my life, God will provide. Amen. Glory to Amen. God. So if you're, whatever you're going through today, whatever you may go through and whatever tomorrow's God gives you, God will not spare anything. Amen. You will be amply supplied and equipped for all that comes your way. Amen. And to do what God is calling you to do. Because if God gave his son, and if Jesus went to that cross, there's nothing, nothing yes. that he's going to hold back from you. Amen. Amen. So now what do you do? You cast off that doubt. Amen. Amen. You cast off doubt. You, you, you evict the fear from your heart. Yes. Amen. You, you confidently speak words of faith like Abraham did. Amen. You, you, you face challenges and tests head on. Amen. You run to your Goliath. You don't cower from him. Amen. You, you, you expect to see God move in your life. You expect God to, to keep his promises that he made to you back then. And, and you expect to see his hand move in your life in unmistakably powerful ways yes, that will yes. lead even unbelievers to say that had to be God. Yes. Amen. 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 But now I know. Amen. John 3, 16. He so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Uh, for now I know. Amen. Mm -hmm. And if he didn't spare this son, he ain't going to spare anything else. Amen. Amen. And let this be an anchor to your soul. 
now and as you go forward, facing whatever challenges that you're facing. Because the love of God, the love of Jesus, the sacrifice that was made for us, it's not something to be glossed over. It's something to really meditate on because when you do, you will come away and go, now I know. Yeah. Uh, I'm all right. Amen. I'm going to be all right. Amen. Because the God of my salvation loves me so much, he held back nothing. Amen. And if he didn't hold back nothing, then he ain't going to hold back anything now. And we can go in faith, believing. That's right. It's going to be all right. Amen. Tell the righteous. All shall be well. Amen. Glory to God. What is that? Isaiah 3 and 10, I think, right? I believe. Amen. Tell the righteous, all shall be well. Amen. But we praise God for it. Amen. Let's pray today. Glory to God in heaven. Father, we bless your name. Yes, and we thank you, God, for your word. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. You loved us so much that you held nothing back. You gave your only begotten son. That God, that through him, our sins would be forgiven. That through him, that we could have a relationship with you. That through yes. him, we Thank can have Jesus. eternal life. Father God, we are so grateful for the love that you have for us. Let that love be an anchor to our soul, O oh God. Yes. And Father God, let us say as you said, for now I know that my God loves me. For now I yes. know. Yes. That he will withhold nothing from me. For now I know that he will freely give me all things, everything that I need yes, to live the life he has called me to live. And Father God, I just thank you, God, that as we as we focus our minds, our hearts, and our attention on this, we are filled with encouragement and yes, with faith. Thank you, Jesus. And Father God, we are ready to go through whatever test lies before us because we know that, God, you are with us that you have our back, that you have, not only do you lead us, but you have our back. Yes. So, Father, we just thank you. Father, I pray right now, God, that you will encourage someone right now who is going through yes, their own God. test, you, a test of faith, oh God. I pray, Father God, that you will encourage them in their heart, that, that you will encourage them in their spirit, oh God, yes. that, that God, that they will see it through to the end, trusting in you the whole way. And Father God, I pray, God, that you will show them your goodness, show them your glory. And Father God, that they will stand as a testimony to the greatness yes. of our God. Father, I just bless you right now for it in the name of Jesus. Now, God, we just lift up our hands in the sanctuary. We bless the Lord. We yes, just thank God. you, God, for you are truly worthy to be praised. And we thank you, Lord, for what you have spoken unto us. Uh, continue to minister this word to our hearts. And Father God, we'll continue to bless your name. We love you, Lord. We lift you up. We magnify you. Our yes. soul makes her boast in you. And we give you all praise and honor now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 For now we know. Amen. Amen. Um, and it's just one of those things. This is one of those Peter things. Uh, Peter, you know, he said, I just want to bring to your remembrance. You know, there are things, you know, certain things that we just need to be reminded of. Amen. And, and, and perhaps, um, you know, just become a little bit stronger in our love for God. Amen. 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 Faith worketh by love. Yes. So God bless you. Amen. Um, praise God for the word. Praise God for you. And pray that you enjoy the rest of this day. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again um, Wednesday night Bible study. Um, that's what we're looking for, forward to next. But uh, enjoy this day. 
Amen. Amen. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice in it. Amen. So uh, rejoice in this day. We look forward to